0: Bitcoin slumps to $50,000 before bouncing back. Is China at fault? If so, it's okay because they're now endorsing Bitcoin investments. Sounds schizophrenic? Perhaps, but not as weird as both the U.S. dollar and Bitcoin slumping together is adopting crypto as part of the Communist Party agenda. Venmo is launching crypto trading, and the cockles of your heart will be warmed when you hear what happened to a dude who started playing music for an audience of none on Twitch. We at the Republic of Bad Cryptopia need help in so many ways and are looking for the right people to continue on the journey with us. More about that, and we also welcome Peter Gur of Wise Token back to the show to discuss the wisdom of wise. So let's see. We'll share news. The cockles in your heart will be warmed. You might get wise. Yep, that about covers it for our bad news episode number 506 of the Bad Crypto Podcast.
1: Five, four, three, two,
2: one, zero. Ignition. Who's bad?
0: Greetings, friends around the world. This is Joel Kahn. I'm with Travis Wright, and this is the Bad Crypto Podcast.
2: That is true. We are still doing this show after all of these years after all these years, it's not like a song, like a Sinatra song. After all,
0: it, these is, years. it is now. You just sung it.
2: All these years of bad dad jokes and <laughs> other shit.
0: And you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know why.
2: Maybe this is the first time you've heard our show. And thank you for tuning in. Hit the subscribe button and the bell and all the things. You know, you know the deal.
0: And please don't leave. Hey, before we get into the news for this week, um, We need help. And I mean, we actually need help. In fact, I'm going to read this copy as though it were a classified ad because it kind of is. Okay. so here we go. Are you a fan badly in need of new career adventures? Are you able to keep up in a fast paced environment, detail oriented, analytical and able to juggle multiple hot potatoes without dropping them? And most of all, can you handle our bad jokes? If so, then we badly need your help in maintaining sanity and order back here. We're growing so fast. Our team is looking for an executive communications manager. If you're someone passionate, and or knowledgeable about blockchain, crypto, and NFTs, and you're interested in helping us out with companies we're talking to behind the scenes, building relationships with, and occasionally having on the show, then please reach out. You'll be mentored by the CEO as you shadow and assist him with a gazillion of our client tasks and occasionally bothered by us, Travis and Joel. Think you're up for it? Visit badco.in forward slash apply and throw your resume into the goblet of fire for consideration. May the odds be ever in your favor. In other words, we need help. badco.in forward slash apply.
2: And we are also hiring for an executive executive E-O-S-I-O developer for Wax, and I'm going to read the copy here. You know what you need, dot, dot, dot.
0: Yeah, there is no copy. Yeah. So what, what so, do we need?
2: <laughs> so jo- notice how Joel's was all well written out, and then this, and so he's all organized one, and then me's me, like, hey, and then we need to do a thing for the developer. Okay. Do you want me to do it? I know no, what I'm to good. do. I'm just bullshitting. I know what we need. So, so here's the deal. There's a huge opportunity for folks out there who want to learn about smart contracts and how to code smart contracts. And WAX is built on EOSIO and it was actually a fork of EOS. And there is a huge need in the WAX ecosystem for developers to create some of the code for these, what we like to call NFTivities, things to craft and do things with your NFTs. We need some really good smart contractors to, uh, to, to, to do all the code things. And so there's some training available on EOS.io. There's a link in the show notes to this. But we need a developer who is interested in learning, maybe someone who is already powerful in, in, C, in C++ or C Sharp and wants to learn about uh, smart contracts and wants to learn how to, to code on the blockchain. And you want to learn core concepts, explore EOS capabilities, earn, certifi- uh, earn certifications. This training is free up until the end of September. And we'd like to level up some folks to be part of our nifty lab because we're starting to work with a lot of amazing projects and and you know different brands and musicians and, and entertainment stuff that's popping up. And we need to have the, the 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 power behind us to be able to do some of the ideas that we have. So if you want to level up and want to find a wanna work on the team, we would love to hear from you. Email us at bad at gmail.com, and in the subject, put EOSIO developer.
0: Timestamp, 4.54 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time on Thursday, April the 22nd, in the year 2021, the total crypto market cap on Coingecko.com, currently at uh, $2,018,000,000,000 and change. Bitcoin is at $52,000, Ethereum 2422, Binance five zero eight. XRP, $1.26, Tether, 0. 0.975. What's happening there, Tether? Come on, wake up and be more stable. Cardano, $1.19, Dogecoin down to 0. 0.27, 27 cents. Polkadot, 33.49, Uniswap, $34.16, and Litecoin in the number 10 slot, $260.50. It's been a um, a down. Really, this this week has been a pretty significant pullback for many of the cryptos that have been on a run.
2: They have been seriously on a run. And then it was like, er, and if you looked at, at, you know, I was looking at the charts, it almost looks like some big whale came in and took a big dump on Bitcoin and brought it down all the way to 50,000. And then since most all of these other cryptos are pegged to Bitcoin, it seemed like a lot of them just sort of fell just as a, as a oh, by the way. And we saw it was like a 20% dip, like all at once. And uh, daddy no like,
0: nobody likes to see him dump like that. Uh, so pretty much, you know, there's been a few winners this week. A uh, pirate chain is a new one, Travis. The symbol is R A R R R up 254% <laughs> this week, seven dollars <laughs> and 22 cents. I have no idea what that is. Don't pirate
2: sh- chain, matey yard baby, what the hell, <laughs> 1.3 billion dollars? Are you serious? Like, out of <laughs> I the moon? no, like, how does uh, that even happen?
0: I don't even know what it is. Uh, Dogecoin had a really nice run. We'll be talking about that more in the show. Maker, Ethereum Classic. Uh, there's there's actually a few, a fair number of them that were up this week, but more of them overall were down.
2: They're down. I'm actually over here looking at the pirate. Pirate, not black matey, that's the uh, blackbeard, get your cryptos here matey. So
0: the question is, Is did a massive Chinese power outage or this whale dumping crash Bitcoin down to $50,000? Apparently, uh, Willy Wu, who's an on-chain analyst, says that there was a massive power outage in Chinese mining hub Xinjiang, which drove Bitcoin's violent crash. So you mentioned that it could have been a whale that brought the price down to 50K. This lead article here on Cointelegraph asked the question, did a massive Chinese power outage cause Bitcoin's crash down to $50,000? I guess there were blackouts in certain regions. Xinjiang in China, which represents nearly one quarter of the global hash rate, there was power outage there, and they're suggesting that could be the reason that, um, that Bitcoin went wah
2: Yeah. Well, we actually coincidentally just got off an interview with Stephen Lieb, uh, who is an author of a book who talks about China and and how, how Bitcoin uh, is controlled by what you know what, 65% of the hash rates controlled by China mm-hmm. and why he doesn't trust it. We just interviewed him. That'll be on a future episode that you guys would like to tune in because he was sort of against Bitcoin uh, at the beginning. And at the end, he was like, well, you know what? I, I guess uh, the ideal scenario would be have a little bit of Bitcoin and have a little bit of gold like we, we convert you- it. He was not,
0: he is not against Bitcoin. He did not say he was against Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. He said that he thought that there were some inherent risks in it, but he likes Bitcoin. He just sees what the problems are. I just want to be clear there that 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 wasn't his position.
2: Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, maybe a big Chinese power outage caused the Bitcoin crash. Maybe it did. It looked to me like some whales were selling some stuff, but hard to argue with the the on-chain analyst, Willie Wu. Woohoo!
0: Thanks, Willie. There is a lot of interest taking place in crypto. And right now, a new poll by Gemini said that 64% of US adults are now interested in the cryptos.
2: That's a lot. 64%. You know, I don't know. I don't know about you. I know you've kind of turned off Facebook. But I know these last few weeks, man, I've had so many people Message me about crypto how to get in so i actually created a couple of videos that i put up on youtube on our youtube channel people were really asking about the coinbase launch uh the baskets about do- how much doze do you have how well did you get on doze when you got Dozy doze and what about doze no.
0: doggy coin that's what the the noobs call it yeah Doggy. I, should i get some of this Doggy coin
2: <laughs> yeah get some e. yeah go ahead um it's funny, you know, I really should have saw it and, and got a whole lot of it, but I was just, because we knew it's a meme. People like jokes. We knew TikTokers were getting involved with it and wanting to do it. And I remember it was like, like man, if we get it up to a penny, we're all going to be rich. And then, and then the doggy coin got, got really big this past week. we're not there yet we're not talking about doggy corn yet folks
0: not yet but we will soon right now the question is uh, this is interesting because usually you don't see the dollar and bitcoin going down together and this article here on coin telegraph which by the way you can spot in our show notes the link to this article and all of the ones that we're covering in this episode at badco.in forward slash five oh six bitcoin is struggling like even right now travis bitcoins are like around fifty one thousand dollars it's like oh are we gonna dip back to 50 again by the time this show is out is it gonna be under 50 is it gonna be back up to 54 it's just it's so unpredictable
2: it is unpredictable um but you know what you know the uh, the happening was in last may and then traditionally on these, these bull runs, they run, last about 18 months or so after the happening, the bull run kind of does its thing. So that would mean to me that May, so six months after May, so like what, October, November, that'll probably be where the bull run ends. This is probably just a breather that's happening, right? There's so much stuff going on and so many investors jumping on. And and I guess this might be a, a good time to talk about the, the investors on-chain activity uh, is really hinting that Bitcoin price cycle will, will top above $166,000. And so that this whole this, this cycle top would likely end with price, price levels above that, $166,000. That is if history does repeat itself. And so it is. It's taking a little break. They say the bull run is not overheating. Uh, that's not what the investor activity says. There's more investors popping in. Uh, investor activity is predicated on on-chain volume. This is because when Bitcoin moves between wallets, uh, uh, when Bitcoin moves between wallets between two different participants, we assume that there was a payment for it off-chain. It's an imperfect measure for what but what approximates what's going on. And they are seeing a massive amount of, of this on-chain volume, and they're seeing a lot of investor activity. And what they're seeing is, well, we should... Hit $166,000 when it's all said and done before the end of this bull run. Hmm. That's crazy. That's more than $100,000 on top of what we're at right now.
0: Right. I support this. Um, I would be absolutely fine with this. And maybe the bulls will also come alive based on the latest comments from the Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas. The president there has said that Bitcoin is clearly a store of value Uh, He emphasized the difference between cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin and central bank digital currencies and said the latter won't necessarily be a store of value. I'm assuming that means because they'll just be used functionally. Right. The Fed coin is a type of stable coin, but they're recognizing that Bitcoin certainly is a store of value.
2: It is. And this is something that that I want to sort of touch base on. I want to actually find the. Yeah, here it is. Here's the article on seeking alpha is that. So talking about the Fed saying, hey, Bitcoin is a is a store of value. Check this out. The Fed this past week has shut down its money supply data. They are no longer showing the money supply um, that they're not showing that has increased. Uh, 500% so far this year and inflation being a major threat. They're not, they're no longer showing that they would, nor- they would normally show it on, on a page, uh, on, on the feds website, and they would show approximately how much money is in circulation, the M2 money stock. And last we see, we see the price sort of shooting straight up as a hockey stick and uh, they are no longer going to be sharing how much money is in circulation, how much money they're printing, none of that. that so transparent,
0: me, zero so transparent
2: transparency. This to me, Joel, is one of the biggest signs that hyperinflation is inevitable and that we're going to start seeing the slow decline of the U.S. dollar and some crazy shit going down.
0: As for the digital dollar itself, the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said in February that the Fed is actively studying the possibility of issuing a digital dollar. Or we have our top people on it. We're studying it right now. Who? Top people. Mm-hmm. Other yeah, and words, that, other,
2: that interview with Stephen, with Stephen Lee, you know, with some of the data you pulled out of thin air was uh, 65% of the hash rate for Bitcoin is in China, 7.7% of it's in America so as far as Bitcoin and crypto, China's eating our lunch when it comes to mining Bitcoin.
0: I already had my lunch, so, so they can't have mine.
2: What about dinner? They're going to eat our dinner and our next two <sighs> breakfasts.
0: Damn it. Oh, man, that sucks. Also from the government, the U.S. Senate has confirmed a gentleman by the name of Gary Gensler to be the next sec chairman that's the security and exchange commissions uh, do we know his position at all on cryptocurrencies
2: i think he's uh, if i'm not mistaken the dude is uh he's not necessarily against crypto i don't know his full position though i think he's okay maybe, i think he's standing at this time he might be sitting <laughs>
0: could be lying down if you're listening to this at night. So we'll, we'll learn more about him as time goes on. I did not know that PayPal owned Venmo. Did you?
2: Yeah, I did know PayPal owned Venmo. I do. I don't believe they own cash app though, but they do own Venmo and there was some other something that the X square owns cash app and Venmo is owned by PayPal and they had some big news this this past week venmo which is again owned by paypal is launching crypto trading for four major coins bitcoin ether litecoin and bitcoin cash and i don't understand why they always include bitcoin cash in that it just seems like that's one of the default ones like i would like them to have tether in there or something a usdt so i can actually trade out of my bitcoin and put it in tether whenever i want instead of not doing that but I don't know. Uh, it's cool. Venmo and uh, Cash App, you can already do crypto in, and there's, you know, you can already do that in in, in Robinhood. So here we are, another one of those, uh, those technologies that are allowing us to invest in crypto. Mm-hmm. It
0: was well over a year ago that we talked about Facebook launching their stable coin. What was the name of that thing going to be? I can't remember anymore. It's been quiet for so long. Libra. Libra. That was it. At- well, their Diem Association is supposed to launch a stablecoin pilot this year, and it's going to focus on transactions between consumers so that you could basically peg it to the US dollar and use their currency to go peer-to-peer. This is a significantly scaled back and rebranded vision version of Facebook's initial vision for a global. Um, digital currency they they're no longer calling it libra and the regulators gave them a really hard time and the the big supporters jumped ship and wah wah mark zuckerberg sorry not sorry
2: sorry not sorry suck it zuckerberg Um, zuckerberg yeah that's right so it is dm is an interesting name you could just say carpe dm sees the day in latin it means day but then also what you could say you're getting a per diem you're getting a certain amount of money per day from your, from your company. So I guess it's kind of an interesting name talking about Venmo accepting crypto payments and being able to invest in that. Also the, uh, the company we work, it's a, a co-working firm. They are going to accept crypto payments as well and actually hold them on its balance sheet. I think that's gotta be one of those businesses that really took a a kick to the crotch with this whole COVID, because who wants to go? Who wants to go be in an office, right? You know, like you, offices were getting shut down. I bet we work just. I bet they just took a huge dump.
0: hmm Right I'm on your lawn. At, I'm
2: look at their stock right now and see what happened to them. It over took
0: the a, Took a huge dump right on your lawn. Yeah.
2: While you're we're
0: while you're looking that up. I'm going to let you guys know that AnyTask.com is waiting for you to do a task starting at just $1. Get professional freelancers for your business. And the AnyTask.com empowers talented specialists from every corner of the world, giving you the solutions you need for less. Check them out at AnyTask.com. And now back to Travis and WeWork.
2: Yeah, it looks like uh, WeWork was... um... Acquired and brought pi- pri- brought private, so it is not a publicly traded company mm. anymore. So IXNAY on the uh, uh, You know, Trev, we've talked for a long
0: time how great it would be to have voting on blockchain to eliminate fraud. And here in these United States, Alaska is officially the first state on course to use blockchain for uh, for their voting system there's a senate bill out there they're trying to make things more secure so people have faith in the results even if they don't like them says uh us let's see uh republican senator mike shower uh in the senate bill and the bill proposes that voters should have an added security check-in verifying their identity through multi-factor authentication there's a lot of people that are opposed to voting on blockchain And of course, if you want to cheat in your elections, then you're going to be opposed to it.
2: Yeah. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but there's a really big audit going on in Arizona and they're not auditing the votes, like recounting the votes. What they're doing is they're saying, Oh, look at all these votes that came from this empty lot where nobody lives. Oh, (laughs) look at all the votes here that came from this house. Oh, look at the 1300 people who voted, who live in this one house. Like, Like that's what they're doing is they're going in and finding all these addresses that a lot of these, these, uh, these votes were cast from. That stuff happens all over. It happens all the time. And if you think that it doesn't happen, I don't care if you're lean left or lean right when you walk or or you waddle, it doesn't matter. You know, that if there's an opportunity for one of the parties to get a heads up on the other one, you think they're not going to do it. Of course they are, but we got to clean that shit up. Like we're not going to have a free and fair society If if any of these political parties and I think both of them are basically a uniparty at this point, if they don't get called on some of their bullshit and have to clean up some of this stuff, because if not, it's all going to be lost. And we're just going to be like, wow, freedom was a fun experiment, you guys. Speaking of losing freedom, Cuba, they
0: have adopted cryptocurrency as part of the Communist Party agenda. How exactly does that work? You know, it's crypto is not communist minded it's freedom minded it's liberty minded so how do they make crypto part of the communist party agenda
2: mm. well they're making a part of their economic policy and it looks like they've just elected a new president because uh what's his name raul uh, was that his name raul um raul castro uh, mm-hmm. fidel's brother was president mm-hmm. he recently stepped down and um, I think Fidel's son, uh, Justin, might end up becoming head of Cuba eventually, but uh, that's that's neither confirmed nor 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 <laughs> denied on that.
0: Yeah, so there you go. Bitcoin politics, the the intersection of all that. Continuous- but they are not really talking
2: about this, Joel. Like, if it's going to be Bitcoin or if they're creating their own new crypto or they're basically the details are still pretty scarce on it. And the Communist Party of Cuba has yet to flesh out its specific plans regarding the crypto. But they might be taking some of their cues from Venezuela when how they created their petrol crypto kind of thing. And they might be developing their own state-backed digital currency and and making use of Bitcoin and Ether and some of the other stuff. So really, really going to be interesting to see exactly what they do.
0: They should just back it by cigars. Right. Everybody loves those uh, Cuban cigars, Oh my God. a
2: cigar, a cigar, a Cuban cigar backed crypto. That would mm-hmm. be actually pretty clever,
0: a hugely profitable. There you go, Cuba. Take my idea. It's all yours. Call it the SIG token. How many sigs you got?
2: <laughs> no, it's like one cigar is worth like, you know, 10 SIGs, you know, or whatever the value of them is. And then so you're like, all right. So you know how much a Cuban cigar normally will cost like a good one. And then you just kind of do the math. I think that'd be fun. And then you'd be like, here's my 10 cigs. Give me my cigar.
0: Here's a story from the uh, Nordic regions of the world with their abundant renewable energy resources. Iceland, Sweden, and Norway have all been popular locations for eco-friendly Bitcoin mining. But this could change as a result of rising climate challenges. These countries might soon turn their back on the crypto industry as renewable energy is redirected to face more pressing challenges in the quest for a smaller carbon footprint. So uh, Bitcoin mining has been big there um, and they're mining with geothermal, hydro and wind power, uh, which are cheap, renewable options. But in China, mining is dominated by coal.
2: I tell you what, it's like there's it's interesting watching some of these these, these uh, justice warriors out there trying to do the fight on some of these things. Like, even if you're using renewable energy, they're like, Oh, Bitcoin is bad. You're using all this energy. Like, you know, we're using geothermal, hydro and wind power. Like what's wrong with that? No, it's just uses so much. We don't like it. It's bad. It's like, you know, it's like the one thing that could free civilization from the shackles of, of economic slavery. And they don't like it. It's like if they. It's like almost like they get told like what not to like and what to be outraged about. That way they bitch about it and they and then they got then they trend on Twitter and it, it just just the outrage of the day is just like crazy. Do you think don't they get tired? Do you think at the end of the day they're like, oh, I outraged so hard today, you guys. I deserve. Yeah. Give me my outrage coin. <laughs> you you
0: should you should earn crypto for being outraged.
2: Yeah. Like oh my god, it's called the Karen token. Yeah he's
0: gonna, he's gonna <laughs> How many Karens did you earn today?
2: Well, I outraged pretty hard today, Joel. Yeah. Uh, I commented on Trump's tweet three times and I cussed out Ted Cruz.
0: And I thumbs down multiple videos that were telling the truth that I didn't like on I YouTube. did. And I
2: got two channels on YouTube canceled.
0: And yep, and I got a guy banned on Twitter. Look at me freedom. I think
2: I, think I probably should have earned about 30, 35 Karen tokens today, Joel.
0: And I'm offended that I didn't earn more.
2: I really should. I think I'm going to screech to the sky right now. Ah!
0: Uh, Speaking of China, this is interesting. The China has given an unprecedented stamp of approval to cryptocurrencies as an investment alternative. The deputy governor of the People's Bank of China, Li Bo, broke ranks. To validate both Bitcoin and stablecoins, he said, quote, we regard Bitcoin and stablecoin as crypto assets. These are investment alternatives. Huh. But what about what about China's ban on trading and transacting that's been in place since shortly after we started the show?
2: Well, I think we actually had a key part of that, like, um, uh, you know, President Ji Ping was listening or whatever his name is, was listening to the show. Uh, the guy who looks like Winnie the Pooh um uh, he was listening to our show and he's like crypto very bad we must cancel it all so they've been uh, they've been doing that since then i i really want to apologize to everybody out there who you know is in china that got banned from bitcoin because of us but what's so weird is that you can't use you can't use bitcoin as an investment however it's okay to control 65% of the hash power
0: that's true <laughs> so we referenced dogecoin before doge coin <laughs>
2: How do I get, how do I get some of that doggy
0: coin in my my crypto wallet? Here
2: doggy, doggy. doge.
0: So, Dogecoin Day was 420 and Dogecoin hit as high as 44 cents. And um, you know, Elon Musk has said he wants to put a literal Dogecoin on the literal moon. He calls it the people's money. Uh Dogecoin is significantly down right now to about uh, 26 cents but um, Doge day was trending on Twitter and Doge is at the process of being Googled more than ever. So I don't know what's what is Doge going to eventually go to a dollar.
2: I'm not sure, but I'm sitting here looking at some of the prices on here, Joel, did you know, like, like, so it says that Dogecoin Doge day is April 20th, right? Mm -hmm. Well, on April 20th, last year, Doge was worth 0.0019. And you mean to tell me now, uh, I don't think, I don't think Doge day was April 20th until this year. I think this got to be the first Doge day because if not, there there would have been a blip last year. There was not even a blip. What happened was some of these, these TikTokers started talking about, Hey, let's get, let's get it to a penny and uh, we'll all get rich. And then here they are. Think of all the people who bought it at 0.001. I remember way back in the day, whenever I first first heard of Doge was in 2015. And uh, let's look, April 20th, 2015. <clears throat> oh, here it is, 0.00010. That is how much it was worth in 2015 when I found it. What if I just like put like a few hundred bucks in it then, and here it is at 40-something cents. That is one hell of a game. Doge made people some serious millionaires this week, folks.
0: Dang, Skippy. That's it's pretty impressive. I don't know. I'm holding a very small bag of Doge, but I'm holding it for the long haul. I'm like, you know what? If Doge is going to go moon, then uh, put me on the rocket. Let's go. Let's yep. get there. Now, here's a super heartwarming story. Trav, this file, this under uh, truth is stranger than fiction. There's a guy who. Who has a um, uh, Twitter handle Crypto Cobain, and he does a live show with his co-host at Ledger Status. Oh and man, c- I
2: know Crypto Cobain. I, we we've interacted with this guy several times. He's pretty hilarious.
0: Well, I'll tell you what he did. He stumbled. Uh, he was looking on Twitch, and they went to the music area, and they found this guy named Cameron Ferguson, and the dude was doing live music on Twitch, and there was nobody watching. Nobody. And all of a sudden, because uh, Crypto Cobain was uh, was watching on their stream, people started popping in and this guy just joined Twitch a couple days ago. And basically, Kobe showed him um, how to create an Ethereum address and put it in his bio so people could donate to him. <laughs> the the dude was making tens of thousands of dollars. I think the total amount, after all was said and done, he had a five hour stream and had gotten eighty five thousand dollars in donations in um, in cryptos.
2: Yeah, he's sitting there going like, "What?" And his girlfriend comes in and goes, "Wow, I love you even more now." That was good. <laughs> what a fun story! Great job, Cobain. I love that. I think that's so awesome. Like. 85 grand just falling out of the sky and um, you know who knows what it'll be if after they they hold on to it that'll be hilarious good job that's awesome mm-hmm. hey
0: travis how do you feel about snacks
2: does it does a fat kid like candy does it, kid, he does candy. i yeah. like snacks
0: you can't call people fat that's that well, is not politically correct fat. i'm a nope. fat kid can't <laughs> you're a fat big kid mm-hmm well, this article here in Coin Telegraph talks about Doge again. Snack companies are openly celebrating 420 thanks to Doge. Slim Jim, the meat snack that's popular here in the US, was promoting uh Doge and they launched they announced that they're launching their own NFT featuring the Shiba Inu on the face of a moon underneath a rocket ship with the body of a Slim Jim. And of course, that Increase the number of followers they have because who doesn't like doges with slim gyms attached to them?
2: Yeah, you know, there's been, there is actually what we're seeing now is that there's being more utility placed upon Doge. Like more, I think, um, I think Mark Cuban said that uh, he's going to allow tickets and stuff to be accepted in Doge. Um, there is, uh, there's some other stuff that's popping in here that are, they're actually starting. To accept Doge, I've always stayed away from Doge because it just really has no utility. It's a total meme coin that that doesn't work, and uh, you can't really wait. Do wait, much what, with do, it. what
0: do you mean it doesn't work?
2: I mean, uh, was, I don't mean it doesn't work. I mean it does work. I'm saying you can't really do much with it except I've got Doge and hold Doge, and then you know, not a lot of utility that comes with it. It's just basically a fork of Bitcoin, and they said, hey, instead of 21 million, we're going to create however many billion that they made of them. And, um, yeah, no, I, I, it makes total sense that it happened because people love a good meme. There's been all kinds of other memes popping out, like that we're seeing these different meme coins. There was a, um, Akita Inu was a coin that popped this past week. Uh, there was some other ones that were related. Doge moon was another one that was on the Binance, uh, pancake swap. One that popped Poo coin is doing some crazy stuff with their charts and it's taken off. So these funny names seems to me that instead of all these like serious named cryptos out there, you get the mainstream people who don't know any of that stuff, but they know Doge. So of course they're going to put money in Doge. It makes sense that Doge took off. Although I never bought a whole lot of Doge just because I was like, all right, I'm looking at the practicality of it, but fans are going to fan and they fanned in a big way for Doge and Doge hit $52 billion market cap. That's crazy.
0: Yay. Snacks. I like I like the snacks yeah, from sure. from the NFT world. Make sure you guys tune in to our Nifty uh, show on Fridays, five o'clock Eastern uh, on YouTube. Nifty show forward slash YouTube and Nifty show forward slash theta for fans of decentralized live video. We've got a Jason from Gala Games. We've got the folks from the colonized Mars series and uh, bringing back. The, uh, the guys who did Mutant Warriors are back with Mutant Rockers. I think that launch is happening on Saturday. So tune in for the live Nifty Show. And don't forget our Nifty News show that comes out Tuesday nights. You can find all of these on uh, iTunes and Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, all of those places. Go subscribe to that show as we continue to uh, go up in the rankings because more and more people are interested in NFTs
2: true <clears throat> did you know that on t- the 27th of january doge was at 0.0074 are
0: we still talking about doge
2: well just like think of that like here we are three months later and it went from 0.007 to point forty four cents. Like, cents
0: that's crazy
2: that is a, that's an insane amount so say you took a thousand dollars right you said i'm gonna buy some doge on January 27th at .0074, that one thousand dollars would have bought you about 133,000 Doge. Mm. And then if you'd have sold it there at the top, you, you'd have turned your one thousand dollars into about fifty-eight thousand dollars. Like that's in one month. Like if you, <laughs> that's just insane. It's it's insane. And it's like, why didn't we put a thousand dollars in on Doge any time before then? Like why not? Like.
0: Well, know. it's always it's always like that. Hindsight's always easy. You know, I have perfect you? 2020 vision. Hindsight, I know it's amazing. Uh, we mentioned Gala Games briefly, and we're happy to be working with them. They are really taking this uh, the gaming ecosystem and the NFT world to the next level because they have made an investment into concept art house which uh, they say is the most celebrated art production company in the gaming industry today. If you've ever played any of the games from Blizzard Entertainment, Riot Games, Epic Games, Ubisoft, and the list goes on, then you've already experienced the work that this production company does. So we're pretty excited about Gala Games. We're happy to be advisors. With them, their game Miranda's that's coming out looks to be super badass, and uh, you can go to Gala and check out what they're doing. And don't forget, like I mentioned before, that uh, Jason Jason Brink Bitbender, who's uh, a friend of the show, has been on the show before, uh, is now with Gala Games, and he's going to be on the Nifty Show on Friday. So again, that's Nifty Show forward slash YouTube, five o'clock Eastern time, two o'clock Pacific. Hope to see you guys there. And now, search Lord Travis Wright's going to tell you about Ledger.
2: Yeah. Well, b- before we we get to this amazing interview with uh, with Peter Gurr talking about the Wise token, uh, let's talk about where you want to store your tokens, right? You really need to get yourself a Ledger wallet. You need yourself a hardware wallet, something that is not connected to the internet, and you want to get it not on Amazon, not on eBay not at some store, not from, not from some random guy on the street. You want to go and get it from their website, the dollar
0: store. It,
2: yeah. You want to go to the dollar store to get your <laughs> ledger wallet, but you want to go to the USDT store and uh, they really make crypto easy to use. experience is much better. You can go to badco.in forward slash ledger. Uh, that gives you a little discount on the ledger or just go to ledger. What is it? Ledger.com. What's the official website?
0: Uh, Um, well, our, our link is badcode.in forward slash ledger.
2: Well, I know that, but it's like, we're just telling people to make sure they go to the right place. It'll take you to ledger.com and, uh, we're not trying to do anything crazy, but you know what? You can never really trust links out there, but this actually give you a discount off of your ledger. If you use this one. Yeah. Yeah. It'll take you to ledger. It'll take you to shop.ledger.com. I believe
0: absolutely and we are pleased to welcome back to the show a gentleman who was with us in november and this is actually a sponsored crypto spotlight segment from wise token and wait till you find out what i forgot and was reminded of by peter Gurr? here we go At the Wayback Machine to Bad Crypto episode 459. Not too long ago, it was just last November 8th that we had Peter Gurr on the show to talk about Uniswap, the DeFi craze, and the Wise token. Uh, big things afoot, changes happening, and growth as the Wise token has discovered some holes in the DeFi system and are moving to the Binance Smart Chain to fill the gaps, we're pleased to welcome back Mr. Peter Gurr. How you doing, sir? Gurr? Hey, great to be back. Sir Gurr, I like that. Um,
2: <laughs> you don't seem angry at all, but like with the last name of Gurr.
0: Gurr. You know, I I remembered interviewing you before when uh, Travis said, hey, we're gonna interview Pete Gurr again for Wise Token. Um, but I had forgotten that while we did that episode, I staked an ETH into the WISE platform. And right before we started this interview, you reminded me of that.
1: Yeah, and how much did you find from your one ETH?
0: (laughs) So uh, what I found from my one ETH is that I had 11,000 plus WISE, and then you proceeded to tell me that those are worth like 50 cents each.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And So uh, my
0: one ETH, let's see, I'm gonna look back here, the price of ETH, in november any idea what it was
1: november i think 350 dollars something like that oh wow he's he
0: going right for it here so i'm going to tell you right now um november was about uh, depending when it was early november you're correct it was about 380 dollars
2: nice if you told me in november that ethereum would attend what almost like 8x since then i would be like right. what? yo silly it's so freak, what did right? you
0: discover um you know as this token is moving right along with uh you know nice volume and trading and community why the move
1: well, it was really the gas fees, and and so we're not we're not abandoning what we what we have done by any means at all. Like uh, we're using layer twos like QuickSwap on the Matic Polygon network to be able to add more use cases where you don't have to pay the the heavy gas fees. You can go ahead and provide liquidity on QuickSwap and uh, and you know pay less than a cent. Um, so we're very much still. Building in the Ethereum ecosystem, but it's tough for new people to stake when you're paying $100 or more than $100 to start a stake, that just doesn't make sense at all. And for onboarding new users, who wants to try to onboard a new user into this cool new crypto project that's going to cost you $150 just to be able to use? It, it doesn't make sense at all. So we're expanding our horizons. We're launching on the Binance Smart Chain on April 27th. So, so really soon now is when we start our um, liquidity transformer event. So just like you dropped the one ETH into our liquidity um, transformer event on Ethereum, we're doing similar on Binance Smart Chain too. We're going to form a big uh, pot of liquidity, just like how on Ethereum, we are one of the top pairs on Uniswap right now. We have $250 million in that liquidity pair. We're going for the same thing because that money is LOX liquidity that's backing up the entire project.
2: So is it the same token or is it a new token that's being created on the Binance chain? Is it a wrapped version of your token? Like how exactly are you uh, able to do that on Ethereum and on Binance?
1: Yep, absolutely. So it's a new token. And so it's the same contract because Binance Smart Chain is basically a copy of the Ethereum network with some tweaks to make it uh, faster and, and and cheaper gas so the contract is, is a copy with some minor upgrades that allow us to um, have you know, upgraded tokenomics from what we've done on Ethereum. And it is the exact same staking, uh, the exact same referral program. It's exactly what you have on Ethereum, except with much, much cheaper
0: fees. For those who may have missed the November episode, how about giving us a high level again, of uh, WISE and what got me so excited that I dropped one ETH right there while we were doing the interview.
1: Yeah, so yeah, we were talking about how WISE is, a, its main use case is as an extremely secure store of value because what we do with these liquidity formation events is we uh, auction off or sell off 50% of the supply And then the crypto that is raised from that gets paired with the other 50% of the supply to form that massive liquidity. And so what that does, it's like how the gold, uh, well, how the dollar used to be backed by gold back before 1970, we used to have the gold backed dollar. Well, this is a version of that idea where wise tokens are backed by crypto assets. So on Ethereum, we raised $100 $100 million worth of Ethereum, and that forms the, the liquidity pair. Then that liquidity pair was locked. So we have $100 million, And then, of course, since it's a liquidity pool, the other side is also worth $100 million. So we have over $200 million that are backing up the value of WISE on Ethereum. We're doing the same thing on Binance so that we'll have a massive uh, liquidity pool of BNB that's backing it up as well. So I think it was that asset-backed nature of the project, because what it, essentially what, what it does, it gives you limited downside versus that asset, but still unlimited upside. So there, we have a price floor in Ethereum. We'll have a price floor uh, versus BNB when we launch on the Binance Smart Chain too, And that's really attractive to, to a lot of people in our community.
0: Well, I'm just going to say as a store of value, you certainly succeeded. I completely forgot and did not track anywhere that I bought that ETH. At around 380 dollars and i just went on uniswap and cashed out that wise for 5500 so good job on store of value <laughs> there pete thanks
1: <laughs> yeah and and so this is just the beginning as well uh the token is in a, like it's got amazing tokenomics as you can see this whole backed by assets nature the way we we were able to do that of course is because there's no free tokens going to me I didn't get like 20% of all wise. Now I had to buy my own wise with Ethereum, just like everyone else. So it's the the fairness is what made um, the, the store of value a great use case and a sustainable use case. But what I'm working on is the rest of the ecosystem, because in addition to the token, now we are building out the other DeFi products and primarily that's lending and borrowing. Um, So later this year, once we launch our lending contract, which we'll deploy both on Ethereum and also on the Binance Smart Chain, we will be offering lending services for not just WISE or Ethereum or or BNB, but for all the cryptocurrencies that are traded on that decentralized exchange. And then in addition to that, we we innovated this new product called Leverage Lending. So that's basically, imagine you have 10 BNB but uh you get to lend 30 bnb to the contract and you're earning apy from lending that to the contract so imagine it like a long position except you earn interest on that long position while you have it
2: this is fascinating the mechanisms you guys are building in this but i want to have some clarification because i know that somebody else out there is thinking this exact same question you had wise token on ethereum and now you're creating a new wise token on bnb like what if like Chainlink was like, all right, cool. We're worth $39 over here on Ethereum. We're going to create a brand new Binance version of this from scratch and create a brand new one. Or like Theta or like Maker just said, all right, we're creating a brand new one over here on BNB. Like how does, how does that work and how is that, how is that justified within the ecosystem?
1: Yeah, sure. You can copy the code, but it's kind of hard to copy a $200 million liquidity pool. So I mean, they could uh, make a copy of it, and depending on how much they raised, they could do the same type of thing. But then all they would have was the token. Like I'm building out the entire ecosystem. We got lending, got borrowing, leverage lending. And of course the existing community who's, who's been growing and, and, you know, been with us for several years, Mm -hmm. they, um, like anybody can build in the wise ecosystem, but there's a lot of trust that we've developed from my, me and my team building in the ecosystem too, uh, because we've shown that we can create good products that are, uh, not only audited, but have never been hacked or exploited. And they and, and they work really well. So there, there's a lot of trust around our brand, and everything we've been doing has, has has only been building that as well. Okay. Is it the
2: same co? Is it the same symbol for Wise on both of them, or is it just like Wise
1: two, or is it different? no? It, so it's going to be uh, so Wise ticker on Ethereum is W I S E, on uh, Binance Smart Chain is W I S B. Okay. W I S B. So different token, okay. different ticker. Gotcha. But the same, uh, but the same wise code. Gotcha.
2: Okay, that made sense because I was like, wait a second, if I have wise sitting over here and it's a similar contract, and then I have my uh, Binance, you know, on my MetaMask, you know, the Binance Smart Chain on my MetaMask, and I'm, I'm like, I don't, how's it going to get confused? Right, if it's yeah. the same token. Like, is there's it- a, there,
1: there, there's a master plan here because we also plan to launch on Polkadot and then eventually Cardano. And so the idea is to create an index fund because if we have uh, a WISE on every major blockchain that is backed, you know, if it, uh, on Ethereum, it's backed by Ether, on Binance Smart Chain, backed by BNB, we will have tokens that are backed by the intrinsically valuable asset of each blockchain. And then we can create a token that is a piece of each of those tokens so that you can own a piece of um, basically the blockchain index.
2: Okay, that's wise right there. It. Has anybody uh-huh. done that? that that's new, right? Yeah,
1: heard that. yeah, that's completely new. And also leverage lending is completely new as well. You can take out a long position, but I, I haven't seen anything yet that allows you to, in a decentralized way, to earn interest on your long position while you have it.
0: Okay, so what's the roadmap and time frame to do the Binance Smart Chain thing and what do people need to know if they want to participate? Sure,
1: yeah. So the Binance Smart Chain starts this Monday uh, for, for the US. It'll be Tuesday for, for Europeans. It's uh, 27 April, 0000 UTC time. So for me in Los Angeles, that is 4 p.m. on Monday, on, 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 on the 26th. It goes for 15 days long and and instead of doing an auction, a 50-day auction like we're doing on Ethereum, we're testing our incentives program because we're going to start rolling out an incentives program where we are rewarding people thousands of dollars a day for creating stakes and and doing things in our ecosystem. So what we have are $500,000 worth of cash prizes for the people that participate in this pre-sale. And so you can choose which mode you want to participate. There's a mode that just gives you an instant 1% cash back. There's modes where you could win up to $100,000 instant cash prizes. Um, and so you can choose uh, which incentives you want. And that's on top of the wise tokens you're already getting. So we're basically, th- this is kind of like testing out our incentives program, because once this launches, this will launch 15 days after, once this once this uh, liquidity event ends, then we're gonna be doing daily incentives to reward people for buying and staking within our system.
2: Looking at the roadmap and the team, and remember we were chatting about the team before, but it looks like you're gonna be doing some Casper integration, which was a huge IDO that happened recently. As you mentioned, Polkadot, collateral lending, Cardano integration, direct Fiat onboarding, and um, you're doing some stuff that I've not seen anyone else do. And I- I'm excited about that. That's why we were glad to have you come on. And are- I heard about this, you guys are gonna be maybe doing some stuff with NFTs? What's going on with NFTs?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so we eventually need to do something with NFTs because it, because they're just so cool. So I haven't decided exactly how to integrate them yet. I think it would be really cool to have evolving NFTs where like, you know, the longer you staked or the more you had staked, it would, uh, your NFT would kind of evolve over time, like an avatar or something like that. We do have some people in our ecosystem who've just made, um, you you know, art pieces for WISE. But as soon as our lending contract is done, so basically uh, November, December this year, I'm going to be looking at building out our NFT ecosystem. Hey, if anybody else wants to build in the wise ecosystem, they can beat me to it. But um, we're, we're going to be looking at doing those kind of NFTs where it's like a, an avatar or a status uh, thing that uh, upgrades as you participate in the community and as your stakes mature. Well,
2: let me ask you this then, because here's what I think is a possibility with what you just mentioned about, you know, having an index fund across, cross-chain blockchains. So if you were able to do an integration with EOSIO, you're able to pull in WAX and those NFTs. If you do an integration with Flow, then you can pull in those NFTs. And then some of the other Ethereum NFTs and then Polkadot and BNB is going to be launching some NFTs. You could literally create the first uh, NFT index fund, potentiality, where people could pull in NFTs from various different types uh blockchains into one index fund and then create some sort of tokenized pool based out of that
1: yeah yeah that's a great idea actually i i i love that <laughs> let's
2: talk about how we can maybe help out because we, we love the nfts we're all about it yeah very nifty I'm
0: indeed all, all right pete well we appreciate the update wise token.net is the website and where else did you want people to go
1: Sure. So bsc.wise is going to be our reservations page right now. We got a coming soon and that'll be live and ready to go. Once we launch our, our reservations. Excellent. All right. Coming soon, gang. You might want so I guess to go five
2: days from now because the days that this show comes out on the 22nd. Uh-huh. And so I guess five days from now, I'll be on the lookout for, for wise and your BNB all up in your face.
0: Travis, I love finding money I didn't know I had. I mean, I completely forgot that I put an ETH into this thing back in November at around $380.
2: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that someday whenever I'm like, whoa, I just found some money out of the blue. That shit never happens to me. You, you're, all- <laughs> Maybe you'll find
0: your keys with your 50 Bitcoin. Yeah, on
2: it. I, I, What happens to me is I always find that I seem to have lost some more Bitcoin or lost some more crypto like oh yeah remember when we had we were we had the guys from toks on it was a wave token oh yeah remember that oh yeah i have no idea how to get into my waves wallet awesome great job travis yeah
0: maybe uh yeah track your stuff dude
2: (laughs) well we did say we need an executive uh, manager to assist us in certain
0: things (laughs) i don't know if keeping track of your cryptos is part of the job help travis keep track
2: of his his freaking crypto keys Hey, listen, with the volatility of the
0: market, the way it is, crypto goes up, crypto goes down. Wouldn't it be nice to have a safe investment platform? No more worrying about the 10, 20 percent, or even higher dips in coins that you like. With the yield dot app, you can invest your assets on their platform and earn up to twenty percent APY on your investment the best part is that they pay out 10 percent in stable coins that don't fluctuate until you choose what to put them in the other half is paid in the yld the yield token the more yield you have the higher percentage you earn check them out now at the yield app badcode.in forward slash
2: yield there we go what an action-packed uh episode of bad crypto today we covered a bunch of news uh we talked about some amazing sponsors we talked uh, we talked with Peter Gurr of the wise token which we're we're big fans of we think some great stuff going on with that and uh, what else we got to talk about Sir Lord Joel Connelly?
0: oh well um cockles of hearts were warmed you know we promised that
2: oh cockles of your heart I thought you said co- never mind, never mind I don't
0: know yeah. I, you said. I mean we like to deliver we so we we you know promises made promises kept Travis and Joel 2024. Week. for president of the republic of bad cryptopia cast your vote for us and we're going to stuff the ballot box anyway because we're bad and you're going to stay bad And alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. What's that? Do you have like um, a stupid human trick talent?
2: Me? Yeah.
0: Like, can you like fart with your armpit or anything like that? I can
2: fart with my armpit. I can also do a little.
0: So check this out. Here's my, I can play my cheeks. Ready?